When it comes to tackling big challenges, innovative partnerships can be the key to sourcing differentiated outcomes. Earlier this year, Jacobs put the idea of radical collaboration to the test when it partnered with not one, but two student teams from Virginia Tech's consulting group for a three-month exercise on design thinking methodologies and processes. The students had access to Jacobs' subject matter experts and professionals in the field, whereas Jacobs had access to a team of academic researchers who could augment the company's projects with supplemental data and trends research. The project culminated with two proposals and supportive testing. Hello, this is your host, Paul Teese, and on this episode of If When, I discuss the genesis and output of this fantastic program with its organizer, Timothy Barron, Jacobs' Director of Technology and Innovation. Joining Tim and I were two of the student leaders from the consulting group at Virginia Tech, project managers Dawson Rasick and Shreya Malamula, both of whom are Virginia Tech Class of 2023 seniors. Well, Tim, Shreya, and Dawson, thank you all so much for joining me today. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about this very interesting partnership between the uh, Virginia Tech Students Group and uh, Jacobs, and uh, really just want to dive into the benefits of a corporate slash academic partnership. Tim, I'm gonna I'll start with you and want to kind of get some insight on why you started the program, how it started, what was the vision and all that. And then Dawson and Shrey, I'm going to ask you all to speak to us a little bit about your experience, you know, as students participating in the program, working with big major global company and all of that. We'll just kind of explore what your experience was like and, and what other students and other companies could learn from that. So Tim, let me just start with you. You know, can you tell us a little bit about the program? And like I said, like, how did it start? What was the vision? You know, what were the goals, et cetera? Sure. Thanks, Paul. And Dawson and Treya, appreciate all your hard work and being here today. Yeah, I, I guess kind of stepping back a little bit, you know, we, you know, I sit within Beyond If, which is a, a corporate innovation function, you know, here at, here at Jacobs. And I, I think those are great beds for partnerships to evolve and occur and, and not just standard partnerships that I think a lot of corporates, you know, tend to get their hands in, but uh, differentiated ones such as academia. So when I started back at Jacobs, I started positioning some different types of partnerships uh, that we could get our hands in. One of those being academia, having a, some past experience and launching some with MIT and Harvard Business School. I really saw the power of kind of the two-way street of, of a partnership with academics. And I think historically, some of that was maybe the, the two-way street or the, the mutual benefit was, was a little bit lost. It kind of felt like an internship capacity where maybe one side was getting more than the other. So I think an innovation group allows for some flexibility and some, some growth and room for, for both parties to, to really, really feel that. And so I, Dawson had been interning with us, actually, working with me in a lot of corporate venture capital activities and introduced me to the consulting group at Virginia Tech. And it was kind of right in this wheelhouse of something I was looking to, to get Jacobs involved in. And, you know, we started to explore their how they maybe traditionally would partner with a corporate and how we might be a little different to, to really validate and kind of be successful on, on both parties getting a little more than they, they typically might have. And that, that kind of, kind of sparked the, uh, the conversation. 
Mm. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's interesting that this was led by the innovation group, but, you know, I, I suspect in, in other entities, a lot of times, maybe it's a research group or, or maybe just, you know, a business unit. And they're just, like you said, are leveraging students, you know, as like free labor almost or interns, but, you know, with an innovation group, and maybe I'm, I'm making some presumptions here, but, you know, having that onus on creative thought and thinking outside the box, as it were, you know, you're, you're looking at the fresh perspectives that students will bring, you know, with an appreciative eye, you know, yeah. and it's, it's not exploitative, but it's like, what, it, what could be mutually beneficial and what could you learn from this diverse perspective? So, so let me ask you, Tim, you know, share, share with us a little bit, uh, your thoughts on the mutual benefits to be gained from a corporate and academic partnership like this. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things when I was talking about kind of these traditional approaches is maybe there's a project or a task, and then it's kind of given to these, these student groups and then, you know, corporate goes away and then they come back and kind of report out. I wanted to make sure there was a lot of interactivity between both sides throughout, you know, our engagement and our, and our partnership. So I think there's a few things that that come with that is is one these should be fun these should be kind of cool spaces for students to stay engaged want to be engaged in and are excited about and secondly is there a different way of working that they can learn from us so one of the first things I posed to the group was hey you know I've I've been practicing design thinking an innovative methodology for years I know there's a little bit of it, Virginia Tech. Why don't why don't I host a, a, a crash course into that, you know, for a few hours with the student groups? We did this design thinking crash course, which which was I think really beneficial to to set the stage for for the student group and with us to learn a different way to to work and to think through not only this project but their schoolwork or maybe even throughout their careers. And then we looked at the the types of topics. That could be interesting. So I met with some of our strategy folks and I said, hey, I know we just released our strategy. What are some holes or what are some futuristic white spaces that you might want a little more depth in? We have this very talented student group at Virginia Tech that we're, we're launching a partnership that, that's dying to get their hands dirty um, in some of this. So shot those over to the group. You know, we were fortunate where we were able to get, I think, two teams excited. I don't think that's the norm. Um, usually we'll get one if we're lucky because you kind of go out to bid with these teams. So the projects, the topics, the the way in which we were talking about working a little different than the, the traditional it was was really, I think, what, what kind of launched this in a different way. Mm. Now, Shreya mm. and Dawson, you both were the captains, as it were, of these two teams that Tim is mentioning. Let me start with you, Shreya, and then uh, Dawson, I'm going to ask you the same question. But Shreya, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what you and your team learned through this entire experience? Yeah, definitely. And I think there's so much and so many capabilities and like avenues for us to learn with, because like we'd mentioned before, like Jacobs is such a large company with so many divisions within it. So every turn we took, there was so much more to learn. So I think the biggest thing is kind of going back to what Tim was saying before, where since we were working with a strategic growth team, there was no barrier to where we could innovate from. 
So I guess in the classroom or like typically with the companies that we're working with, there's a very strict like set in stone, like this is the scope of our project and you can only stay within these confines. But because we were working with such a large company and specifically such an innovative group within it, it really tested us to, I guess, explore the bearings of our creativity because every single time we got to a specific point, Tim would say, okay, now where can you go from there? Where can you continue to innovate and ideate from there? So I think it really taught us to go out of the box that we kind of self-define for ourselves. And then beyond that, obviously, we learned a lot about just innovation in general. None of the, my team was had really had a lot of experience with cybersecurity, and we were working on a very cybersecurity-dense project. So it was really nice as a team to kind of put all of our creative brains and all of our diverse backgrounds together to learn the different pieces of our pipeline that we were kind of trying to construct, and then learning like, okay, now we know that this means this, and then how do we know that this means this, and then how can we put those pieces together? So it was really nice because we were all kind of starting from stage zero, but from very different perspectives. So seeing how we could meld those perspectives together, and then also ultimately learn a lot about cybersecurity along the way. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then Dawson, same question for you. you know, tell us a little bit about what you and your team learned through this experience. A lot of our team learned on how to like we push the mold. And mm-hmm. so there's this mold that we are, you know, and this is even societal, this is in corporate culture, this mold that we try to fit ourselves into it. It's comforting, but yet it's it's also at the same time we want more, but we kind of stick with that. And so we looked at different innovation trends. And, and again, we were looking at this white space that Tim was talking about that was very difficult to kind of just pinpoint. You couldn't really pinpoint it. You couldn't really find it. You know, you couldn't touch down on one area. And that was difficult for some of the team members because they kind of wanted to fit into this mold. They wanted to, our organization worked. It really helped our organization understand innovation because we were, you know, we have this set project, this set mold that we're able to go through with each and every project. And it kind of broke that down. We were kind of like, hey, this is not our typical project. This is not the typical consulting uh, that we, we work with. And so our team learned a lot of kind of pivoting, like Shreya was kind of talking about, figuring out, hey, it's okay to leave this space and hold this a little loosely. We're going to hold this loosely and then see um, what other leaps and bounds are in this other sector of the market or this other emerging trend because we looked at different emerging trends and technologies. But that was something that was really beneficial for a lot of our engineers to learn, especially um, kind of understanding this kind of holding things loosely Mm -hmm. idea. Mm, That's awesome. And, you know, I think you and Shreya both, you know, you really talk on some of the principles of innovation that... it takes a lot of times it takes you know corporations a long time to really embrace that uh, i think students and professionals alike you know a lot of times you know we like to have clearly defined parameters for performance it's like tell me what my goal is so i can really focus on that and you know dawson i like that like you're saying kind of hold loosely it's giving yourself permission not to have all the answers that you can set something aside for a moment to continue exploring. And, and Shreya, you touched on that as well. You know, so it's that, your, that ability to continue to push the space, continue to learn, continue to innovate, as, as Tim was saying to you. Now, I suspect y'all have worked with other companies as well, but can you tell us a little bit, you know, what the experience was like partnering with a major corporation, where you're at, you know, in your career development stuff, you know, obviously your students uh, kind of at the, the tail end of your undergraduate work, but, you know, still, 
you know, what, what was it like for you as students to partner with a major corporation? And, and Shreya, let me start with you. Yeah, definitely. So I guess like you had mentioned, um, majority of our partnerships specifically within the consulting group in the past had been with smaller, more local companies. So for speaking to my personal experience, um, this is my second time being a project manager. But the prior semester when I was a project manager, it was for a much smaller, more local to our college company that had already kind of known the ins and outs of Virginia Tech, the consulting group, it wasn't that new of a partnership, if that makes sense. So when mm -hmm. I was working with that company, whenever we had a problem that we didn't necessarily know the answer to, instead of looking within the company, we had to look elsewhere to find that solution. But I guess the mm -hmm. biggest difference that we had is because Jacobs is such a large company and we were only really directly working with so, such a small portion of it, Whenever I mm -hmm. came to Tim and was like, oh, we're kind of confused as to how to explore avenues X, Y, and Z, he would always be like, okay, if you're still confused about this in a day, I can find someone to help you with mm -hmm. that. And we did actually take him up on that a couple of times to work with other engineers within Jacobs to kind of get a better perspective of what they exactly wanted us to do. So I think going back to what you said before, even though it's difficult, especially as a project manager when you don't have the set of guidelines that you need to accomplish. It was really nice working with Jacobs because they had so many people that could help guide you to reach whatever abstract guidelines you had set in place. And then also with that, I always say there's so many small things that you never realized when you're working with such a large corporation, for example, scheduling. Since mm -hmm. Jacobs is a global company, there are so many different time zones and people mm -hmm. that are working on such busy schedules. So I'd never even experienced having trouble with scheduling before. But then now when we're working with scheduling with like 10 different time zones, obviously these are super trivial things, but they just really open your perspective to how large of a corporation Jacobs really is and how much of a global significance they have. I think it gives you some appreciation of some of the operational challenges that companies have to go through to be able to move things forward. And it's, they're necessary evils, right? You know, like you said, people are in 10 different time zones and scheduling and stuff. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not like a huge problem, but it compounds the challenge of like what you're trying to, you know, work through. And, and then, you know, highlighting the, uh, the benefits of networking. Right. And I, I will share, you know, in my own career, every time I have like changed jobs, that's always been, I think, probably the the number one thing is always trying to find out who does what, right? That's that's like half your battle when you know whatever corporate challenge you're trying to um, uh, overcome is just knowing who in the organization does what it is or can help you do what it is you're trying to do. So, uh, and Dawson, let me ask you, you know, share with us a little bit about your experience, you know, what it's been like you know, partnering with a, a global company like Jacobs. Yeah, and it, I emphasize with you, Paul, um, especially being with Jacobs past year, it's it's like, I really want to accomplish this or push this initiative. Who <laughs> who do I need and where do I find them? And so that's that's something I think is very difficult, but um, that Tim was very, very helpful for uh, throughout mm -hmm. the project. Because as a PM, it's, it's pretty easy to get lost. Um, you're kind of this middleman. You're kind of like trying to, help your team push their initiatives. You're, you're trying to help the team also grow, but also kind of keep that relationship with the corporation healthy. And it can kind of get difficult, but Tim made that very easy. Also, it helps working with Jacobs before, kind of knowing the, how things uh, run around Jacobs. But it was really it was really fun. I, I emphasize a lot of the things Shreya said. Um, scheduling is always difficult, especially with students. And figuring that out um, was something mm -hmm. to, to understand. You know, time is precious. Time is... Time is something that we can't really 
get rid of. And so as a team, we had to look at different ways of, of working around. We couldn't just do the simple one hour meeting a week. We had to look and even think of different ways that we could work together as a team and with the teams at Jacobs. Similarly, as Trey would say, talking to different engineers um, about topics. I'd, I'd love to take the credit there, Paul. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I really kudos to the to the Jacobs employees, um, you know, mm-hmm. who were willing to help. You know, I, I sometimes was sending emails to, to folks I hadn't met or connected with telling them about this partnership and relationship. And they were very quick to respond and or take a call with the team members here. And credit to them that they, they got their hands really dirty and in the weeds of some complex topics, you know, that are complex for us as an organization. So you can imagine some, some talented undergrads getting into those topics as well. They, they certainly had good questions and then the right questions. And I think that that was exciting for some of the Jacobs employees just to be, to be talking about, you know, outside of their, their day to day. So. Yeah. And that's great, Tim, that you highlight that. Cause you know, you think about how busy you get during the, your day and, you know, obviously like with engineers and they're on projects and their billable hours to clients and all of that, you know, they've got a lot going on, but for them to, to still say, Hey, this is important. We're going to carve out time. I'm going to give back. We're going to mentor. We're going to help. We're going to help the next generation of engineers and professionals. And they see the value of a program like this. Right. Um, absolutely right. You know, highlighting that, you know, that, that ability or that willingness to give back. Now, Tim, let me ask you for other organizations out there who might, you know, who look at this or maybe they have something similar maybe it's maybe it's working great maybe it's not or you know maybe they they haven't stood something like this up yet you know what are can you share a few thoughts on like what it takes or what what to be mindful of when trying to stand up you know an academic corporate partnership like this i mean it just takes one yes really you know i think there's hesitancy at first it's it's different so in innovation you know dawson was talking about Hey, we, this is this isn't of the norm, you know. It, it usually isn't, so there should be some discomfort. There should be some, what is this? How's it going to work? Um, some mm-hmm. risks, some not knowing kind of how it would happen. So I think from a a corporate perspective, you know, just kind of getting getting out there and connecting with some folks who uh, I think are are similar minded. And hey, we want to explore something. Maybe it's an avenue for internships, or maybe it's an avenue for for collaboration, or uh, mm-hmm. maybe it's community work. Even that's kind of the, the perspective there. And then from an academic, I think it's it's kind of twofold. Is one, it can either be created and and be a catalyst within a department with department heads or or students. I've seen student groups say, "Hey, we want to work with some organizations. How do we how do we go about that?" So these conversations are are more common than you think. I think it's just about kind of putting your, your foot in the ground and, and making it happen and taking some leaps. And, you know, it's real easy to drag your feet once you get the idea. So just, mm-hmm. you know, maybe sit down for a few hours with both groups, figure it out, go through the the processes that you have to do through these types of relationships. But those, those can be done pretty quickly. And then you get into the fun stuff. Mm. And then finally, uh, Dawson and Shrey, I want to ask you all, how you feel a project like this or projects like this prepare you for professional life after college. And Dawson, let me start with you. You know, what are your thoughts? How, how does this experience kind of 
getting you ready for the next stage in your career? Yeah, it, it really excites me. And, and I kind of wanted to talk about this earlier, but I'm glad I kind of held off just mm-hmm. because talking about what does it look like in a corporate culture? What does it look like when you go into the workplace after college? And I'll pivot real quick. Mm-hmm. A lot of the team members were really excited to join this project. Shreya's and I's project was the number one requested project in our organization. Everyone was really wanting to join a corporation. But like I was talking about earlier, it's because they wanted to kind of see, some of them wanted to see what corporate was like, but most of Mm -hmm. them kind of already knew. Uh, Most of them kind of wanted the name brand attached. And I think working within an innovation department kind of broke down those those barriers, uh, those the understanding of what does corporate culture look like? What does an innovation department look like? For a lot of our engineers, they kind of just want to fit into their mold going through college. And that's great. But some of them are kind of figuring out, hey, maybe engineering is not. I know someone on my team who's mm-hmm. a chemical engineer. He's, he's now not going to be a chemical engineer. He's going to want to try to pursue innovation in some way. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just exciting to see how companies are mm-hmm. kind of addressing their innovation demands and, and addressing kind of this corporate culture almost like that's very attractive for students and attractive for some of my project students. Mm, that's awesome. So you're, you know, what you picked up will, you know, whether or not you end up at Jacobs or some other company, it's kind of equipped you with that context and that mindset to be able to problem solve and really tackle those challenges in a, in a way that maybe you hadn't before you'd had the experience, that kind of innovation context. And then Shreya, you know, same question for you, you know, how do you feel that this project and this experience prepared you for professional life after college? Yeah, I think um, kind of working on the bare bones there. Like we would mentioned before, obviously in the classroom, you always get very defined guidelines of things that you're trying to accomplish, how you're trying to get there. And specifically working as a project manager on this project, I think like Dawson mentioned, when you're kind of working as the middleman, it gave me a really unique perspective in trying to contextualize the information that I was given. And then I guess put it in a digestible format before I presented it to my team. So kind of working as like um, the middleman there trying to really understand information and then relay it effectively was really a valuable skill for me to pick up on. But I think um, my team saw something very similar to what Dawson was saying. I think the problem with being a student, specifically in engineering, I'm, just, I'm personally an engineer. Seven out of eight of the people on my team were also engineers. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest difficulty there is a lot of the stuff that we do in the classroom. So learning physics is not the exact same thing as applying physics, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we saw that kind of disconnect with a lot of different things. And there was actually a mechanical engineer on my team who had seen kind of the same thing that Dawson had mentioned, where he really liked being a mechanical engineering student. But when being asked to kind of apply his mechanical engineering skills in this context, he realized that perhaps mechanical engineering as an engineer, like as an actual engineer, wasn't the job perspective that he wanted to take, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it kind of helped us put that disconnect together, kind of meld that gap between what you do in the classroom and what you're actually going to do in the industry and give us an insight into that. So pull back that curtain earlier on. So now that student actually has time to kind of pivot and find a, he's actually going into industrial design. So he realized that he likes the design perspective of it more than the actual um, computational aspect of engineering. So it gives him time now to kind of make that pivot before he actually has to go into the industry. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I can, I can see the value of that, of being able to make that pivot while you're still a student rather than like once you're out in the workforce and you've taken a job and 
And then you realize, you know, I really don't like this job or, you know, this is not the career path I wanted to follow. So being able to have that, that knowledge beforehand, yeah, I could see how that really positions you well for success. So Tim, just final thoughts. You know, you're, you're one of our, our innovation experts here at Jacobs, deeply embedded in our Beyond If team, innovation partner. You, any uh, kind of final thoughts on like the value of innovation in this context and this partnership and just any words of wisdom for our listeners out there? Yeah, I think, you know, the term keeps coming to mind of that really makes innovation hum is radical collaboration. And I think that this embodied that in, in terms of not only just the partnership overall, but the, you know, we mentioned engineers, but there were various engineers as well as other undergrads on these on these teams that, that really helped make this a, a, a radical collaboration because that's where the heart and soul of, of innovation kind of thought and design comes from. So to be able to, to get you know, folks like like this group in a room, varied backgrounds, you know, locations, et cetera, ideas of what they thought working with a corporation would be like and kind of flipping that on its head, I think is uh, is really valuable. And we wouldn't be an innovation group if we hadn't already chatted about how we can evolve this type of partnership and other partnerships and started launching some of those conversations internally with folks who had had heard about it. So we can keep kind of spreading the word. And I hope this kind of builds into a, into a program that beyond if, and, and Jacobs can, can expand because there's just a, a ton, a ton of value in it. And there's a ton of fun to be had in it, um, especially with the types of spaces that we can work in. Oh, that's awesome. And I could see too, this even uh, expanding out into client services too, to where it's like this group does some collaboration, let's say, or, you know, a, a different, team or whatnot collaborates with a client to solve a client challenge, you know, and so, and then that exposes the students to other organizations as well. And so really kind of picking that radical collaboration up and, you know, even further. So that's definitely a dream, definitely a dream of the, the evolution of this for sure. Oh, absolutely. So, well, Tim Dawson and Shreya, thank you so much for your time today. Congratulations on a successful program and, Dawson and Shreya, you know, good luck with finishing your studies and moving on in the, the next stage of your career. And, and Tim, thank you so much for uh, your vision and for putting this together. So uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Shreya and Dawson. Appreciate all the hard work. <laughs>